not been drinking very much at all, Casey. I've had probably four or five shots. That's not. I need to have more. Not, What's wrong with you? I'm not as seasoned of a veteran <laughs> as you are. You're not as day drinky as we are. It's cool. I'm very day drinky. I'm just glad that you're drinking at all. So I know, I'll right? I'm not going to complain because it's like the second time on my show he's ever drank. Third. Yeah. The fact that you fucking know that when you've been on my show way too many times shows that you you don't drink enough. list the sick list that was <laughs> the sick list i'm gonna start saying it like that every time okay. um i, I said this and not an evening at the movies that's uh, yeah that's true. a true story that's a true story true. Um, i'm amanda and i am going through puberty today so excuse my squeakiness <laughs> um anyway i am your host s should I say host or hostess? I keep going back and forth. I don't know. I'm Whatever. I'm I'm the person who's going to talk about the stuff. So this right. is the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things. Obviously, as you can tell, I'm joined by regular guests on the show. You guys are regular. Oh, Jen regular. and Casey. <laughs> Yay! My cackle gives it away. <laughs> I don't feel regular, but. <laughs> It just, reminded, it just reminded me of hairspray. I'm just like, imagine my little girl, regular. <laughs> <laughs> um, my aunt told me last night she has not listened to my podcast. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, I'm not into pop culture and stuff. And then she couldn't figure out the app because she's like 61. and I, But she can figure it out. She's a smart cookie. But she goes, I really want to listen just for your laugh because it's so infectious. And I was like, really? Because I think it's annoying. <laughs> feel the same way but Katie was listening to one of our episodes and I was cackling and Andy from the other side of the house was like is that your mom <laughs> and he was like yeah she does this podcast with her friend Amanda yeah ridiculous. But, but I, say, I say that about you though so I think maybe we're just all our own I've always had, well, I used to always have a complex about my laugh, but then Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman came along and I'm like, if people like that laugh, mine's okay. Mine's not I've as good as hers. I've never thought but... about it. I've never thought about it until I like started doing this and I could hear it. And I was like, oh my gosh, is that <laughs> what I really sound like? I have well, a witch cackle. No, the cackle. people like it. The people like it. We're good. Oh, <laughs> well, yay. KSTB, what's up with you? Now that we've officially announced my new nickname. Yeah, it's official. I'm going to like make you a sticker or something or a magnet or something. KSTB. I like it. It's a good one. I still know what you're getting for your anniversary, but we won't go there. It's next month. Halloween month. I'm ready. Halloween month. Busy Spooky month, Halloween. Right? What? 
going to be a busy month next month. I know. I, I wish I could take the whole month off work. So I usually take off the first day of AMC Fear Fest because I usually show all the Halloween movies and people are going to make fun of me because yes, I can watch them anytime. Stop laughing at me, you bitch. <laughs> I can't help it. That's really funny. It's, I love that. I love so, that. <laughs> let me just tell you that there is a whole following of Halloween on Twitter, just like oh, I anything. And so we all Twitter each other. <laughs> I call that twatting. Twitter, right you Twitter each other. You we, I am twittering with so many people. It's like I'm a Twitter whore. But anyway, it's more fun to watch it on TV when you're on Twitter with the people who like the same thing as you. And it's just, it's like a tradition. But anyway, we're like two people down. So I can't do that. It's okay. Oh, that sucks. That's all right. Um, it's so tradition. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm know. already like a little bit drunk. Oh, it's okay. Look <laughs> on her face right now. <laughs> Brown was huge. Brownie face. I thought there was going to be tears coming out of the corners of her eyes. Hey, I, you know, uh, so I will tell you, um, I have made a very dear friend, actually, Michael, from being on Twitter talking about Halloween. Oh, that's fun. Yes, we're like shout out to Michael. Michael, we're we're like pen pals. So, well, that's cool. Yeah, and he's he's awesome. He lives in New York City, and I keep getting the invite, so I need to go. And and it's okay because he's gay, so I can go stay with him. <laughs> George was like, "Real, you're not being catfished, right?" No, 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 no. It's, you guys need to watch clickbait. I'm telling you, I want to shout out to Netflix for that crazy <laughs> shit. And I want to watch Worth, and I want to watch yeah. The Guilty. Did you guys watch that trailer for The Guilty? Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, killing it. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so anything else exciting going on with you guys? It's no. Just yeah. living that quarantine life. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah, your your son's a, a plague rat now. You got to stay in the house. No, he's Damn not. Carrier monkeys. He's not, but somebody else is. So somebody else. But I I like that they do that. That they you know just take precautions like that. Yeah, it's good. I don't mind it either because I'm a Gen Xer and yeah, we were born for this shit. Yeah, so we were. I'm like, down. You have to stay home alone all day. You have to entertain yourself. Fuck yeah, and we know what to do. Yeah, I got some books. Yep. I can work from home. I got this. I'm I'm living my very best life on quarantine. I'll listen to Whoa. music all day and dream about who I want to go out with on a date. Right. That's like last week when I had the exposure through work and I had to take that one day off to go get my test and all that. But I took that day and what did I do? You recorded 85 million podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, I, I didn't record them, but I prepped most of September's notes for an evening at the movies. We know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. I just took a drink because you I, I, I saw that. Your, an evening at the movies. I was about to say <laughs> an evening. Going back down that no, road. I was going to say it a second, but you beat me to it. Are we taking a drink every time we say an evening? I am because that's what you guys said. We're gonna take a shot yep. every time. Good, it's good not times. a shot, but it's a sip. And I'm well, Casey would be stuff. dead from the misery episode if we were doing that for the right. sickness. Oh, for God. sure, I let you for have sure. it. <laughs> he would have alcohol poisoning for sure. 
<laughs> Your Reddit guy's gonna like ream us again. <laughs> I don't this. fucking care. <laughs> every time we I, do I, it, you know I what? Think about that Reddit guy, and I'm like, this guy fucking hates us. <laughs> well, when I was talking to David the other day when we were recording, uh, David from Flops and Moral Combat trying to give him love too but he was like yeah fuck that guy i was like right yeah i love that name to moral combat that's i awesome. know so shout out to you for that clever clever name yes. and he liked our he liked our villains episode that's what he one of the ones he listened to and was like yeah uh why why does that guy care i was like I, it wasn't unsolicited advice so i get it but i was just like yeah it's not going away so anyway. it's fine i'm gonna bring it up every time we just <laughs> ramble about I, nothing that has to do nothing to do with the episode at all but we're but the people like it. it i like i even did a facebook post about it do you like it or do you want us to shut the fuck up they all like it i mean who doesn't like to hear random people talking about random shit while they're drinking and or drunk it's fun this is what we need during covid we need people talking to each other about real shit yes yes okay. I don't know why I was whispering. <laughs> I don't either. It's okay. <laughs> it sounds sexy. <laughs> that was creepy as fuck. Okay. So let's move on to what we're drinking. And we're going to start with KCB because I hear there's actual alcohol. Although that bottle I'm, could be filled with fucking water I'm for all so we know. I'm so excited. It's not. It's real. It's real. All right, KCB, what we got? I have a bottle of Malibu rum. Are you just drinking it straight? You just could. right out of the bottle? Oh, nice. you are. Good for you. Malibu is smooth. Is it the original or is it flavored? That's coconut. It's not. But Mal- No, it is, but Malibu is coconut, but it has flavors. Oh, banana. 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 Casey, mm. you realize the listeners can't see your visuals, right? Well, but he knows we're going to be a commentator. True, that's on true. It, so it's cool. Well, you guys are, I knew you guys were going to be excited because I'm actually drinking. I'm stoked. Coconut banana. Have you mixed it with something or just straight? No, I'm just straight out of the bottle. He nice. legit just took that I cap know, off saw and that. took a pull right out of the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> I love Malibu. Malibu and Coke with a lime. Amazing. Let me tell you what I did with <gasps> my Malibu. Jesus George is here. <laughs> I thought I was getting robbed. Wow. What a rude welcome home to your husband. Hi, husband. Welcome home from Houston. I missed you. Oh, <laughs> also, geez. I had a heart attack. Thanks. I would have done more if I would have known that you were going to be that worried. I wish he would have come in like helicoptering <laughs> or something because that would have been amazing. Uh, that's all in that dick, just right. That would have been hilarious. Jen wants you to come back naked. <laughs> yeah, she said, like, Come and swing in the elephant trunk. Video Let's off. do it, Jeej. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <gasps> okay. Well, because you hit, oh, I was, it said end meeting for all. I was like, no. Oh, Gage. <laughs> the head of my penis. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, we know what dicks look like, Gage. That does not look like a dick. We're no. not stupid. Oh. Nice try. No. Yes, that is about what we're, no, just kidding. Wow. 
It's about that yeah, size. <laughs> Casey, cover your eyes. Nope. <laughs> Casey's like, please, God, no. <laughs> it's gonna be all edited out. My so lover. My lover. This? this is so great. Oh. Good, Casey. Okay. Casey, uncover your eyes. Don't be a baby. You're good. <laughs> there was no dick showing. It's fine. That's just for I me. I don't trust you, ladies. Uh, it's fine. Don't worry. He kept it in his you pants. Chunk that you have to edit out now. And I don't even remember what we were talking about before that. <laughs> I'm going to leave some of this in. That was really funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you know what I did with my rum yesterday? I'll tell you what I did oh, yes. with my Malibu rum yesterday. I baked, so I baked this chocolate peanut butter cake. And I took some peanut butter and some powdered sugar and some coconut Malibu rum and I made the topping for my cake. So See I that? took that thicker alcoholic <laughs> peanut butter and I spread it all over the top of my cake and it was delicious. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Bars. Jen, what are you drinking? Oh, because I'm fancy. Fancy. I'm drinking canned Chilton. I'm drinking a canned Chilton from the Ranch Rider Spirits Company. But I'm drinking it out of a mason jar with a plastic straw. Casey, yeah, this is delicious, by the way. It Look, sounds really good. You can't see the can, but Amanda can see ranch the can. Ranch Rider Spirits. Yeah, it's ranch water. And so the Chilton is vodka, sparkling water. Actually, it's really good with Tabu Chico. Oh, uh, yes. Sea salt and real lemon is what's in this. But I had one at brunch. As and opposed it was, to fake lemon? Yeah. Okay. It was lime and it was amazing. But this is amazing too for coming in a can right? and drinking it out of a mason jar. Fuck those fake lemons. We don't want those. That's right. So um, pinky up. I also have drink. not my main drink, but Ooh. I also have a sonic seltzer. Look at you drinking um, shit out of a can being fancy. Yep. All right. So let's move on to what I'm drinking. So I am, um, on my last episode, I was drinking a cupcake wine, and this time I am also drinking a cupcake wine. Cupcake wines are amazing if you guys haven't checked it out. Um, very affordable, very tasty, and this is the tasty. Cupcake Prosecco Rosé. So mm. as I have said in the past, I only like rosé if it's sparkling, and this one is legit. This one is more dry than some of the other sparkling rosés, so if you don't like I don't like overly sweet, but if you don't like really dry, this one is actually pretty dry. Is so it here. a Moira Rosé? Yes. <laughs> All right. I want to hear Casey say it. A Moira Rosé. A Moira Rosé. A Moira Rosé. Yeah. <laughs> Can we please get a wine for that? Like, how has nobody come out with that yet? Right. 19 Crimes got Snoop Dogg. We need somebody to get a Moira Rose. Oh, yeah. A Moira Rosé. That would be amazing. Herbert Linger. Got it. (laughs) 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 Ew, David. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, check out Cupcake. Amazing wines all around. And the Prosecco Rosé, if you're into the drier drier champagnes, but still want a rosé, spot on. Mm. All right. So um, I'm going to tell everybody what we're going to talk about, and then we're going to do something, and then we're going to talk about it. (laughs) finally um, ready yes. guy 
in, in case you haven't been listening for the past half hour, we actually do have a top five that we're going to do. <laughs> so the three of us are going to pay tribute to America and everyone that was affected by the events of September 11th, 2001. This is the 20th anniversary. So in all seriousness, we do take this seriously. It's a heavy subject, but we are also going to, you know, be who we are and, and lighten things up a little bit. So we're going to talk about our top five favorite Murica movies. Murica. Murica. Our top five favorite patriotic movies. So movies that make you want to jump out of your seat and just yell, Murica! Except I never yell that. I say America because I'm educated. Oh, I'm going to lose followers for that. Oh, no, you're not. Because it's a joke. Come on. It's a joke. Yeah. Don't be a tip bag. Please. Um, But before we do that. We have to do some Mad Libs. Yeah. And before we do the Mad Libs, (laughs) I have to announce, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Jennifer, behind you. (laughs) I didn't even see him there. He needs like a Michael Myers mask. He's so stocky. This is coming in every second. We need to add this to the uh, to do. Who's going to photobomb Jen? (laughs) Right. Carter? Or We've already had Diane. Or Diane. Yeah, Diane most, and Carter. <laughs> most likely all three in one episode because they're was creepers. We get the movies. Yeah, always. He always is creep. Yeah. Take a drink. Chink. Fuck me, I just spilled some. <laughs> and I said one chink out. instead of clink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hi Carter. Hi Carter. Hey buddy. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. So Mad Libs. So this past Monday I was recording with David and he came up with a suggestion for the Mad Libs segment and he suggested that we call it Mad Sips. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I was David. I was thinking about it and I was like, that's really good. And then I thought, well, what about sip libs? So I posted it to Twitter and Facebook and the overwhelming, well, not overwhelming. It was pretty close, but the name we're going to go with is it's sip libs. libs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a so, good one. I like that. From now on, this segment shall be called sip libs and I am ready. I like it. So, in honor of America, I'm about to pull this up. Let me know if you guys can still see my face, because I won't be able to see you. Can you see me? Okay, good. Okay. So, this Sip Libs segment is entitled, This Land is Your Land. Take it. And I really am not looking forward to having to sing this, so I'll probably just kind of like speak it sing-songy. But here we go. Who wants to start? Case DB. Case DB. Give me a noun. Make it good. Make it saucy. Ass. (laughs) Sorry, ass. All right. Jen, give me a place. Um, London Bridge. Nice. Oh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Urban Dictionary, that one. Okay. Casey, (laughs) a noun. Tits. Okay. 
Oh, I was thinking nipples. Look at us being in the same brain. Yep. I'm going to put tit because it's a singular noun. Okay. All right. Jennifer, noun. Uh, nipples. There you go. <laughs> no, the next one is a plural noun. Do you want me to put nipples oh, for the plural okay. noun? Well, no, let's go. Okay, I'll find a different noun. Okay. We'll say a uh, lamp. Wow. Okay. We're that took a turn. It, tame it back just a tiny bit. All right, Casey, plural noun. Nipples. I knew it. Yeah! I mean, you have to, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen, a verb ending in ed. Oh, let's go with sauced. Because that's Ooh. what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Saucy. All right. Casey, verb ending in ing. Drinking. Nice. Yeah. Jen, an adjective. Um, let's go with airy. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Casey, a noun. I'll pair it with Harry, please. <laughs> well, that's where nipples should have gone. <laughs> right. Casey. Dick. What? Oh, Harry Dick. Dick. Okay. I like it. I, mean, right, I don't the, like hairy dicks, but yeah. The last the last one's an adjective, and I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna do put it fuckable. Certifiably. Good. Certifiably. Actually, I am gonna put certifiably fuckable. I like it. I like it. Listen to the other episodes. If you want to know what you're talking about, what we are talking about. Oh my god, I can't do this. <laughs> Nobody take drinks. Nobody take drinks. Okay, don't do not. Okay. This ass is your ass. This ass is my ass. From London Bridge to the New York tit. From the lamp forest to the Gulf Stream nipples. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, okay. (laughs) This ass was sauced for you and me. (laughs) As I was drinking a ribbon of highway, I saw above me (laughs) a hairy dickway. (laughs) I saw below me a certifiably fuckable valley. <laughs> this ass was sauced for you and me. <laughs> oh, this ass was sauced for you and me. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay, oh god. that was amazing. Who doesn't love a certifiably fuckable valley? Right. Come on. I mean, <laughs> well, probably guys wouldn't because I'm certain it's very wide. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> ass was sauce for you and me oh my gosh mark 2021 yes wow that was a good one <laughs> i need food a damn list of trademark oh. from all of our you're fine milk. we've had some i need to soak up some of suck it up higgins hilton <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well actually i guess we might we might um uh, absorb some of it here in the next few minutes um oh. yeah so huh. okay so we're gonna do our top five but we did agree that before we do that we would each briefly share what we were doing at 901 a.m on september 11th 2001 or 90 i just know 903 was the second one i don't know what time the first one was but it was before that like yeah way before that Not yeah. Long before. I, yeah oh you know like- what 903 i'm thinking of april 19th i'm sorry those are the, that's not but the it right was, 
It was in <laughs> that same closed. time frame. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, Jen, why don't you go first? Um, okay. So I actually dropped Katie off at daycare and was oh. driving to work when my sister called me and told me to turn on the radio because something was like on fire in New York and she didn't really know what was happening. And by the time I got to work, everybody in the office had, you know, turned on the news. They were watching it on um, the TV in the, in the break room. And we were all just glued to it. Right. Of course, like everybody in the world. Um, And we were watching it, watching it and saw the second plane hit. And so initially I was driving from daycare to work. And then I was at work when all of the rest unfolded, not a very exciting, where were you story, but did your work day continue or did what happened? Well, so we, we literally all just sat in there glued to the TV and anytime someone would come in, they would join us in there and, and be glued to the TV. So, um, yes and no. I mean, we, we were open, but we were, you know, all watching, um, as everything unfolded and just gotcha, just shock and horror and, you know, everyone was just freaked out. Like, you don't know what's happening. Like what the hell? So yeah, like this is like a bad Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Like what's happening right now? Yeah. It's so bad. So yeah, that's my, it's not, not a good, exciting one, but well, that's, I mean, it doesn't have to be, it's just, you know, there's, there's things in our lifetime that we're all going to remember. And this is definitely, you know, the not probably the worst terrorist attack we've seen in our lifetime and yeah you know i pearl harbor wasn't a terrorist attack but i would say that was probably worse than this but still it's it's all tragic events that if it happened in your lifetime you're never going to forget it so right casey what about you so um obviously i'm totally on the other coast from everything that's going on on that day so yeah it's like very late in the morning and i was working graveyard that night and i got off at six o'clock in the morning and briefly had gotten little snippets of stuff on the news because this is back in the day when you know you don't have cell phones and smartphones and all that crap as much and um so i listened to the radio all night at work and you were starting to get news reports coming in as I was doing pass down and getting ready to go home. So I kind of knew something was going on, but I didn't know a whole lot. So I literally had been up all night. So I went home and climbed into bed only to literally about a half an hour later, wake up to screaming that I needed to get up. And I, <clears throat> I'm like, what? And everybody's all like, well, why didn't you fucking wake us up? And I'm like, what? (laughs) And they're like, look at the freaking TV. And they're showing the footage of everything that had happened that I didn't totally understand what was going on. And I'm like, nobody did. (laughs) Oh, fuck. And thank God it was my Friday because I don't think I slept a wink until probably late evening, early well yeah that probably late evening wednesday night which was 
you know, almost a full. Almost a full 24 hours. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was almost a full 48 hours after oh. Thursday morning. would have been. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it was Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So I literally was coming home from work, going to bed. So my, where were you on, where were you when the world stopped turning moment? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was coming home and going to bed and then getting up a half an hour later and watching never-ending news coverage. Well, damn, at least you got a little bit of um, rest while everybody else was not, I mean, not your fault, but hey, at least you got a little bit of time to not know about what was happening. Yeah, Shit. for sure. Well, I'm totally freaking grateful of that, too. Because if I, yeah, we were all watching it happen, and that was just yeah. horrific. I had fully comprehended what was going on before I had left work that day. I don't know when I would have ended up leaving work that day because... right we all probably would have gone into the break room, turned the TV on. Yeah. And I know that that's what everybody did, you know, after I had left, but yeah, I probably would have been with them. And like I was saying, we didn't, I did, I did not have a cell phone at the time. And smartphones weren't really a thing then. Cell phones were, but not, not, I have the internet at my fingertips. That still wasn't really a thing. So yeah, to me to get hypnotized by, the events of what was going on and just literally be in the break room with everybody watching everything unfold. And then to literally have a mother who couldn't get a hold of me because whatever, you know, I'm glad that I didn't fully comprehend what was going on so that I could go home and be. Yeah. So mine is a little more like kind of involved, I guess, just because, so when I was like, you know, from working age, just anytime I was getting ready for work or whatever, I always had the Today Show on in the background and I would just like listen to it or whatever. I was actually getting ready for my grandfather's funeral. Um, Mm. So yeah, so I was listening and I kind of heard some commotion. I heard him say something about, it it was a lot of like, like if you go back, you can listen to like the Howard Stern show um, audio from that time because Mm -hmm. they were live and they got the news. It it was kind of like that. People nobody knew what was going on the first plane hit and they were like what the hell so i kind of swung around and was watching and kind of like whatever and so i actually saw live the second plane hit the tower and that's mm-hmm. when i was kind of like what in the actual fuck is going on wasn't I, that not just like traumatic I, that I will, was so awful i will never forget that ever oh like, no like because you're watching it real time watching yes. it now even watching it after is still like so traumatizing but watching it real time because you're hearing them like what that plane's going low where's that plane going what's happening like everybody is in real time going what is going on right now and again for me it brought back the feelings of april 19th 1995 being in oklahoma city hearing the bomb go off going what the hell's happening because we heard it we heard it from our school yeah and it was just like that same kind of terror but obviously on a whole other level you know, right. I mean, it's the fucking World Trade Center, like, you know, what it was like 10 something thousand people or more worked in both of those buildings. Like, but yeah, I remember watching that and then having a leave to go to a funeral. And I wish I, you know, smartphones would have been good then because it would have been like, okay, let's get updates. But, mm-hmm. you know, my dad and my brother were both in the military at the time. And like right after the funeral, they're already like, getting talks of whatever of being deployed and they both ultimately were so deployed to afghanistan and it was just like yeah um 
I can't, I mean, I know just for me, like, obviously April 19th was nothing compared to that, but I still remember the terror of like not wanting to leave my house, not wanting to like just being scared of everything. And that definitely was like, I think everybody felt that we're like, Mm -hmm. what do we do? Do we leave our house? Do we, you know, like, what are we supposed to do? It was definitely insane. Yeah. Definitely scary times. And like, I can't watch any of that stuff without just crying. Yeah. Me too. And even so ever since then, I have a hard time even staying composed for the national anthem because of, yeah, you know, the first time they played it after that, it, and all the emotion that came along with that. And it just, you know, what, what's hard for me is when, you know, our kids watch and they're not completely just gutted and devastated like we are yeah and we were but I kind of have to relate that to like the Kennedy assassination yeah when we watch footage of that it's terrible and but we are not we don't feel it yeah don't feel it and you know our kids that's kind of where they're at with this yeah it's terrible and it's tragic and it happened but that's history for them yeah that's you know what they're learning they didn't live that I mean Katie lived it but she was she was Right, you know, just like Abby, two. she was, yeah. Um, well, no, Abby wasn't born yet. Abby oh my God, born. Abby was not born. <laughs> Abby wasn't no. born Katie, no, Katie mean, was like two, and I don't it, want them to experience that. I don't want them to feel that. No, and I know that's I not what you meant, but like, I don't want them, yeah. to to have that experience. But you know, they they cover this in history class, and they have to yeah. watch videos. And I remember the first time that Katie had to watch videos from that day for school and I am just a sobbing yeah crying mess and she's like oh my gosh that guy's falling out of that building that's terrible and I'm like no you they're don't jumping and they are yeah. jumping out because they have building. nowhere to go yeah it's terrible and it's oh, I can't even, oh. tragic and I could not stop crying we were watching something the other day even and I'm just like boo-hooing and the boys don't give me shit about it obviously yeah he would but I cannot I cannot to this day watch any anything to do with that day without just crying because it was so terrible yeah so I did watch a show that was on the other night and I recommend it like to you guys and to everybody it's it's different from like the documentaries, but um, I think I told you guys about it. It's on Vice and it's called Too Soon Comedy After 9-11. And it's a really, really interesting take on how like the entertainment industry handled 9-11, like afterwards. Because mm-hmm. obviously at first everything shut down, but they talked to like Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick because the producers was premiering on Broadway. And then like they show the talk show hosts and then all these different comedians and to me, that's like one of the, obviously we were like, will we ever laugh again? And mm-hmm. when is it okay to laugh? And when it, like for, so this is just me. Um, my dad was in the Gulf War when I was a kid, like in sixth grade. And I can remember every day feeling guilty anytime I laughed or anytime I had fun. Cause I'm like, my dad's fighting in a war. I mean, I was a little kid. I couldn't make the distinction. I'm like, my dad's fighting in a war. I don't deserve to have fun while he's over there doing that. And I kind of feel like maybe we all felt that way after 9-11. Like, 
is it okay to laugh is it okay to enjoy stuff when all this horrible stuff has happened you know i like that this was back when we liked rudy giuliani you know a couple days after he's like hey we all need to go back to work we all need to do the normal things that we do but if i lived in new york city i mean again not comparing but not comparing i remember in oklahoma city being scared to leave my house after because it was like what if i go somewhere and there's a bomb like i couldn't imagine living in new york city walking the streets going what if a bomb goes off here or the bomb goes off there because it's such a bigger scale like living like that's got to be terrible um but yeah anyway that show's really interesting i would check it out it talks about how all the you know late night shows came out um the premiere of snl which they said was 17 days after um and it i don't know if you guys remember that but it was you know lauren michaels rudy giuliani and the whole like a huge gathering of the new york fire department talking about you know these are heroes and you know whatever um and the episode they were very cautious but they also did a really good job of just being funny and kind of getting people back to this is really snl like mm-hmm. you know at the beginning um lauren michaels is talking to rudy giuliani he's like is it okay for us to to be funny and is it okay for us to be funny now and giuliani's like well why start now <laughs> like so from the beginning they kind of kick it off with like well no but i get how in an environment like snl that can be incredibly difficult because is in fact what the last word in the title is live right you don't want to be that person who makes the wrong joke on that episode right because i can imagine that probably totally would have flushed whoever's career down the toilet well especially with weekend update when your literal job is to make jokes about what happened during the last week in the news only one thing happened in the news that week. Like, what are mm-hmm. you supposed to, you know, but it's kind of interesting. So it wasn't that episode, but I think it was like one after and, you know, they started kind of making more jokes, but like Tina Fey, you know, oh, John Ashcroft announced that we're at this threat level. And then he went down and we're back to this threat level. And he, she's like, I cannot be on alert any more than I already am. Like I'm at the highest alert level that is possible. Like, <laughs> so it was just kind of, it's like making fun of it, but also, you know, like, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched, we watched a documentary the other day um, about the, um, the news anchors and reporters that were there. And of course it's, yeah. it was all, you know, the New York City, like those specific people, right? Um, and oh, it was heartbreaking. It it just imagine. it was heartbreaking. So the funny side of it, the comedic side of it is that's a great thing for them to put out because everything else is just so tragic and heartbreaking. And yeah, it's good that you know you can watch something related to that that is a little bit more lighthearted. Well, and I, I just think it definitely touches on how hard it was for comedians because they're mm-hmm. like, when can we be funny? Should we, yeah. you know, because most comedians use humor as their defense mechanism. Like right. it's not that they're insensitive. It's that they're trying to deal with their grief by being funny and they're trying to help others as well. But also it's like, you know, so I, one of the other things they did was, um, I guess it was the same night as SNL was the comedy central roast of um, Hugh Hefner. Mm. And so 
everybody's on edge, obviously, you know, everybody's coming out making their jokes and nobody's talking about it. And then Gilbert Gottfried comes out there and just lays all these 9-11 jokes on the line and it's not hitting very well. And he's kind of like freaking out and people in the audience are going too soon, too soon. But it's like, who's going to be the first to address the elephant in the room? Somebody has to do it. Um, And he ended up turning it around. He joked about some other stuff and got people laughing, but somebody has to be the first one to go okay but also from there came the so (laughs) this is me being like really kind of like political and philosophical I feel like how polarized we are now can be traced back to 9-11 because I feel like like the day after we're all Americans we all love each other we all Mm -hmm. care about each other there's like this camaraderie no matter what political whatever but not long after that it was like some people took their patriotism like like I did. I want to care about people. I want to help everybody. I want to do what's right. Other people took their patriotism and made it racism. Yeah. Like turned it into, if you're Muslim, you can't be in our country. I mean, people died because of this. So, yeah. Yeah. and there were definitely comedians that like Dennis Miller made some kind of joke about, you know, if I'm on a plane and you're Muslim, don't sit next to me and, and whatever. I, I can see that as being kind of like that, not that we weren't already having racist issues, but that that was kind of like a catalyst for pushing the political divide further. Well, where I'm patriotic because I don't want anybody that doesn't look like me here versus I'm patriotic because I want everybody here. Yeah. And it's just tough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) all right. So you guys, let's go ahead and get into our top five. So I want to preface this by saying, as we kind of been talking, I think we all have different opinions about different things. And I would be the first one to say that I kind of feel like our country is a shit show right now. But that being said, America is still overall a great place to live. It's still our country. We're going to do our best to appreciate it, to do make change where we can and to stand up for what's right. But In this episode, we are just going to focus on the patriotism that makes America, America, America. We're going to count down our five favorite movies that make us just go, yes, America. (laughs) Right or wrong, whatever. We're going to celebrate the ideals right now without any of the bullshit and just talk about the good stuff. So... Please don't judge us. Please don't be like, oh, well, you guys suck at this or you guys suck at that. I mean, America, not us. But And don't say that this is not American-y. All of our picks <laughs> are going to be American-y. American-ish. That's right. Yeah. So Patriotic in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. It's America, y'all. Um, we are doing this top five, or at least I am. I'm not going to speak for you guys, but in my ideal world of how I want America to be or what I think America is. And these are the movies that make me feel patriotic in my heart, despite all the bullshit. So, Case DB, you want to go first? Since we haven't let you talk in like 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to preface my number five with, Wait a minute. Are we going to guess how many we have? Oh, see, thank you. Can't do my own fucking show anymore. (laughs) Um, You just need to focus all your attention on an evening at the movies. Thank you. (laughs) Clink! (laughs) We started drinking too soon. Clink! (laughs) 
clink. <laughs> I'm empty. Look, I'm empty. Go fetch your son. He should know how to mix a cocktail by now. I don't need any more right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Casey, I think you and I are going to have two. Jen, I think you and I are going to have one. I think one for for both of you. For me. Okay. Okay. I I'll go two for Amanda and probably definitely one with Jen, maybe two. We, prob- how- we probably should have done the whole, we all agree this one is the best and let's leave it off the list, but we didn't do that. So we'll see if we all have that one or not. I like it. Anyway, Casey B, what's your number okay. five? So my number five, and I'm going to preface this with, um, it initially was, when I first put my list together, my number one. Oh. But, yeah, no offense. One to five. Like, <laughs> well, all right, sorry, go ahead. We'll get, the, we'll get to the other four and it'll be maybe a little bit more evident as to why. But so my number five is a movie that helped fuel the end of the Cold War back in the 80s, starring Sylvester Stallone. Are you, am I, are you on mute, Jen? Yeah, she's eating cheesy poofs. I can't be on when I'm eating cheesy poofs. Leave her alone with her cheesy poofs. Exactly. I'm trying to be respectful. So, yeah. Okay. Starring Sylvester Stallone. And it would be the fourth installment of the Rocky franchise, Rocky IV. Woo! Eating cheesy poofs. Uh, no, I'm with you. Uh, would you say- chime in? <laughs> well, get the food out of your mouth and chime in. <laughs> trying to soak up some of this damn alcohol so I'm not a blithering idiot. So, would you say Rocky Four helped in the Cold War more than Miracle, the movie that Jen voted for? Yeah, bitch. I I had said one of. I think both of them had a tremendous impact on, as well as other things. I mean, I'm not going to say Miracle and Rocky IV are the reasons that the Cold War came to an end. Well, obviously. What? What? Uh, No, Sylvester Stallone ended the Cold War. He (laughs) shut Drago down and that was the end of everything. But you Kurt Russell ended the Cold War. Shut your mouth. Okay, sorry. (laughs) My Sylvester Stallone can beat your Kurt Russell's ass any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Oh, for sure. Well, that's not a question. (laughs) But that U.S. Olympic hockey team could have uh, skated over Sylvester Stallone's face a million times. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. No, not shoulda. I never really thought about it a whole hell of a lot as being patriotic until you get to his speech at the end about, you know, he he just won the fight. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I got here, I saw a lot of people that were hating me. And realistically, I hated you and we all hated each other. But by the end of this thing, I started seeing change and all that. And yeah, you know, if I can change, then you can change. We all can change. And then everybody can change. Yeah. I mean, you got all the Russians cheering for Rocky. They're chanting his name. That's when you know you're like. I mean, it's not like they're Russians traveling to the United States. I mean. Right. What happened in Moscow? I I would definitely say this for uh, not as much five and everything that came after four what's that noise yeah is that a dog 
<laughs> you have a dog, Casey? My blind and deaf dog. Oh. Something is going. Oh. He's whining. He's like, pay attention to me. Oh, you're being serious. Oh, oh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I thought What's for that? a second I thought it was Jack just hanging out in No, there. he's hey, not Mom. in here. Oh, oh little dog. That would be my snowball. Oh. But, yeah, then you have Oh, little baby, I want to squeeze it. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah, no, Rocky Four is an epic movie for sure. Definitely yeah. once makes you want to wave your America flag. No, it, yeah, that's one of those definite movies that, yeah, damn right, I'm proud to be an American. And fuck you, commies. I hope you don't have an international following. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I have anybody in the in the uh, Eastern Europe. I think I have a few people in the United Arab Emirates. So we mm. already we already offended them. So all right, right. And so Jen, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is also kind of old. It's from 1984. It's got oh. the Swayze, the Swayze and the Sheen, and the the Gray and the the C. Thomas Howell and Leah Thompson. <gasps> anybody? Anybody? A Red little Dawn. bit of Red Dawn. Yes. Oh wow. Red Dawn. Because what says America more than a bunch of teenagers trying <laughs> to beat up on some Russians <laughs> taking over their town? Fuck you, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> no, oh yeah, we're not. We're talking 1984. <laughs> the OG, but the it, the OG Red Dawn. Oh yeah, I oh, haven't yeah. seen they that were, in so long. But they were willing to die rather than have these people take over their town. Yeah, I think my favorite line is, "Come on, we're all going to die." Die standing up, like let's go. Uh, yes, let's I love go. It. We're gonna die. Let's go. Bunch of teenagers. They were teenagers. Yeah. And see Thomas Howell. Ooh, baby. That was a solid cast, period. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. It was just just good. If you haven't seen the original Red Dawn. I'm going to have to watch it again. 1984. Go have a look. Because basically what happens is these Russians try to take over this Colorado town and the teenagers in the town are like, uh, fuck, no, you're not. <laughs> and they join over in. my I mean, dead body. There's some adults in there too, but the biggest <laughs> plot line was that the teenagers were like, no, I love it. And yeah, so it was just, that's, that's my number five. Because again, what says America more than teenagers being up on some, some commies. Yep. And I, you remember how when we were kids, red used to be like the bad thing, like red M&Ms caused cancer. And like, I feel like they made red a bad color just because of communists. And I'm like, probably so. Red's a royal color too. I'm here for that. Yeah. That's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is red. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't love some Coca-Cola? <laughs> right. <laughs> Even when it contained a little bit of cocaine. Just yeah. You know, it's all right. Whatever. Nice, good one. I'll have to watch that again. I haven't seen it in a while, but now I'm kind of inspired. It's solid. You okay. should rewatch it. I will. What's your number five, Amanda? My number five is a 2008 film starring the amazing Kevin Costner, and it is Swing Vote. 
So have you guys I've seen this? I've never seen that. No. Oh, okay. Hmm. So uh, I will preface this with the plot line of this movie is absolutely absurd. There's no way in real life this could ever happen. But the point of the movie is to get people to think. So you're going to have to assume that this could actually happen before I tell you what it's about. You're just don't argue. Just assume this could be a real thing. Let's go. Kevin Costner plays this guy, um, Bud, and he's just like this bumpkin that lives in a trailer. He's, you know, this alcoholic, like Kevin Costner plays this guy just spot on. He's so good. Kevin Costner plays every role. True. Very true. Very true. Um, It's very much, it's like kind of reminiscent of his character in Bull Durham. So he's not serious. He's very just like, whatever. His daughter is like super smart, super into politics. And she's like, I don't know, 10 or 12. Anyway, somehow, I can't remember how, but somehow the presidential election comes down to his vote. His single vote is going to determine who is president of the United States. Casey, don't look like that. I told you it's absurd. It's absurd. I I understand that it's absurd. That's not the point. (laughs) I think this whole, it kind of is a way of taking cheap shots at the 2000 presidential election. Yeah, maybe. With Al Gore and and George W. Yeah, the hanging chads and the... I think so too. That election. So I won't judge. So if you if you can get past that, which if you watch the movie, you will, because it's a good it's a good enough movie that that won't bother you because it's not really what it's about. Honestly, what it's about is the links that politicians will go to to win and the importance of the moral obligation we all have to vote. So basically, all the politicians fly into his town and they're all trying to schmooze him. And he's a dumb redneck. He doesn't know anything about politics. So he's very like, you know, easily to be swayed. Luckily, he has this daughter who is smart and can kind of help him. And as the as the time goes on, as more people get involved, he kind of starts to, you know, be privy to what they're doing. Um, Who played his daughter? Do you know? Uh, what is her name? It's Madison. Mad- I'll look it up. She's she like a- big or someone we would know. No, Matt. I don't know that that matters. Madeline wondering Madeline Carroll. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but this movie is worth watching just for her. Even not Kevin Costner. She is amazing. And honestly, the movie is very well balanced. Like when you first start watching it, you kind of feel like it's going to be a real liberal lean and it's going to be attacking, you know, the conservatives, but it's, it's very well balanced between the two. I think ultimately you realize this guy's going to be more liberal just with kind of some of the realizations he has, but it's not leaning to one side or the other, which I think is good for Hollywood. But one of my favorite quotes, you know, this guy is like so uneducated. He doesn't know anything about anything, but he's like, you know, if this is one of the richest countries in the world, why is it so many of us can barely afford to live here? And so that's when he's kind of realizing, oh, this stuff actually does have to do with me. I'm not just some loser that doesn't do anything. So nice. It, it's not an epic movie, but it's very heartwarming. And I would say pretty much equally fair to both sides. So I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend it. I'll have to check that out. Swing vote. Swing vote. Like it. All right. Uh, who'd we start with? 
Jen, we start with you? No. We start with Casey? I see. I don't even know. What's your number four? <laughs> My number four actually is probably... Somebody four. else take over. I don't know what's going on. Well, that's obvious. I'm just over here drinking. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Okay, Whatever. so my, num- my number four and my number five, pretty much I would put on the same level. So we'll just go with that. But my number four is a 2011 Captain America. Nice. I have Captain America <laughs> on my list as well. Nice. There's our one. Because <laughs> Captain America. But what's patriotic about it besides his suit? He is willing to do this experimental procedure for his country. I haven't seen Come that. on. <laughs> he does not even know what's going to happen to him. Okay. He well, is I mean, just he signing was... up just because. Well, he's initially at the beginning of the movie, a midget runt, excuse my use of politically incorrect terms, but he is, but he wants nothing more than to be able to enlist in the military and go overseas and fight for his country like he's the ultimate patriot yeah that's patriotism at its finest which chris is that evans that's right chris evans i love him in knives out anyway no captain america we're talking about captain america i know but yeah i mean then then to sacrifice himself up for the experimental procedure that ultimately turns him into the heroic badass that he is yeah I like it. He's willing and to he's, do anything and everything he can for his country. Exactly. He Did, gives it all up. What number do you have that at? That's my number one. Because that, you can't get more patriotic than giving up your entire life for your country. Yeah, but a lot of people do that in a lot of other movies, too. They do, but this is Captain True. America. It's in the name. You're right. Captain America does not get too much more American than Captain America. Well, in that case, I should have put Team America World Police on my list. I didn't do that. (laughs) Nope. That movie's awesome. It's not on my list. (laughs) I had thought about that, but I was like, no. The movie's actually funny, but yeah. It is funny, but it's not like a seriously patriotic movie at all. It's making fun of everything. Very true. With the subject matter of this episode, I was like, it's probably not a good idea to go that direction. It's whatever makes you happy, honestly. But I'm with you. But, but still, I mean, I don't. I, we're on the same page there. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Hmm. Casey, what's your so number Casey, four? We got we got the your number one four with my Woo-hoo. number one. So that's exciting. So now it's, it's Jen's number. My number four. Oh, she my bad. I'm keep sorry. Shit straight. Damn it. Okay. Keep drinking it. <laughs> so cool. At this point, Casey's nice. officially going to take over hosting duties on this episode of <laughs> The Simplest. The Simplest. <laughs> okay, so my number four is a 98 movie, and it had a pretty decent sized cast. Um, we had Ben Diesel, Barry Pepper. We talked about him a little bit in a little episode yeah. called The Green Mile on the an evening at the movie. You are not talking about. Go ahead. Um, Matt Damon, Ed Burns, and one Tom Hanks. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, okay, yes. Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan. Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan. I don't remember that. Okay. He was yes. 
That is very patriotic, mm. though, to me, because yeah. those guys put it all on the line to go and save one of their soldiers to bring him home. It so did. that what that one mom didn't have to lose both of her sons. Yep. And it's 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 one of those long ass movies that yeah. I saw it in the theaters and I was a just blubbering mess in the movie theater. Yeah. It was so sad. But it's such a great movie and the performances by all of those actors is just ridiculous. Yeah. Tugging on those heartstrings. I have ever, so um, y'all are going to get mad at me. I've never actually seen it all the way through because I started watching it and I got so upset that, and I was watching it with a group of people at like somebody's house. I got so upset that I went to sleep and that's the only time I've watched it because it, I know, I know, but it was because it 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 upset me so much. Like it has like humor in it and i know it is really heavy it's super heavy but like it's funny too like one of my favorite lines was tom hanks character he said he better be worth it he better go home and cure a disease or (laughs) invent a longer lasting light bulb (laughs) something this kid better be worth it like we're risking everything to save this one dude so it better be worth it well, and this was also when I was a lot younger and I yeah. had, you know, lived through, again, not trying to like pull at heartstrings, but like my dad being in two wars, my brother being in a war and I just war movies hit me different then where oh, I didn't really, sure. I just didn't want to watch them because it was just too traumatic. I think I could watch it now and be okay. I just haven't done it, but you it need just, to watch it. It's yeah. such a great movie. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Saving Private Ryan is not on my list because of that reason, but what about you, Casey? No, it's not on mine. Okay. But it is an amazing freaking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give it another shot. Because I, I don't disagree that it's an epic movie. I'm sure that it is just from the parts I watched. It just was like too triggering. But now I think it'd be fine. So, mm-hmm. okay. Give it a go. Give it a go. It's a great one. All right. So my number four... I'm not really sure if it counts. So I was kind of trying to decide whether or not to put it in. But ultimately, I just said, I'm going to put it in. (laughs) He said, stick it in. (laughs) (laughs) So mine is based off a Broadway musical, but was turned into a film version of it in 2020. And it is Hamilton. Yeah, you know, I kind of... (laughs) I wasn't I sure if it counted. It but... Yeah, I I mean, as far as being patriotic, I wouldn't say it's patriotic. It's historical and it's historically relevant because it is about, you know, our founding fathers. And but it's also about America winning the war. And being, it is. You know, we're we're the ones that won and now we're going to yeah. start this whole new country and and but, I think because it was specifically about one person in particular, like it was his life story, yeah. that makes it less, and that sounds terrible, it makes it less patriotic. No, Not that it, I get one it. person can't be patriotic, but that's why I didn't put it on my list, because you know that's one of my most yeah. favorites of all time. Um, 
Well, and, but I think it's the story because obviously it's about the Revolutionary War. It's about yeah. how America came to be. And yes, it's mostly focused on Hamilton and his life, but at the same time, it's how our country was founded, how yeah. all, all these different conflicting ideals came to be and that we all, you know, ultimately Hamilton has his demise and yes, it's mostly about him, but I don't feel like anything can be more patriotic than discovering how our country was made, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever, the ins and outs of everything. And obviously it's a fictional account of whatever, but I just, right. I, yeah, I, I, my problem with that is that they made Alec, uh, Alexander Hamilton is what I was about to say. That's not right. Alexander um, Hamilton. <laughs> they made Aaron Burr to be out like this villainous, horrible guy when Hamilton was a huge dick as well. So yeah. they were both like they both had their I agree and I think they both side, were. But it's called Hamilton, so it's about Hamilton. But I think they humanized Aaron Bird too at the same time because they, you know, talked about his affair with a yeah. British woman and mm-hmm. or the wife of a British woman about how, you know, I was an orphan. I'm not going to make my daughter an orphan, so I got to yeah. go like I think that I almost feel like his character was more humanized, but yeah, humanized, they ca- but villainized. Like yeah. he was made out to be such a bad guy. But was Alexander he not Hamilton, all of those things? But he was like Alexander Hamilton was like taunting him the whole time and like yeah. kind of stepping on his toes and you yeah. know, they were both at fault for the things they did. But obviously but, again, I mean killed him. So it's Hamilton. That's the name of the of the musical. And okay, but, but I who shot love first? Do you I guys, get it. Who do you guys think I shot first? It. Well, he did. I mean, Burr did. Burr but it's shot, up for debate. He shot up. Well, he shot up in the in the musical. But right, history. In history, again. it's up for debate. It's, it's up for debate, and that's where I'm like they villainized him a little bit too much. But it makes sense because of you know who it's about. But I loved freaking King George in that one. God, what the hell? Him he making the, the I'm gonna greatest. I'm gonna uh, like rule over you into a love song. Oh yeah, I will, friends and family. I will kill your friends and family to remind, <laughs> to you, remind of you of love. my love. Oh yeah, <laughs> I that was just send great. a fully armed battalion to remind yep. you of my love. Mm-hmm. Here it is. <laughs> so. It's a good, that's a good pick. I'm I obsessed it, with Hamilton. I didn't yeah. put it on my list. I, I mean, because I was going more like. I mean, it's about America. It is about America. <laughs> America. Okay, where are we? Number three. Number Who's three up? for Casey. Casey B. I'm not going to stop saying it. That's because, well, eventually I'm just going to need to get a freaking shirt with. <laughs> I'm gonna make you something that says KCB. That's your hip hop name. The hat would be cool. And I'm almost out of booze. This is all I have. Dude, left. I've been out for a while, but I'm I need to drink water for now. <laughs> what is? So my number three is actually a movie that has been on a little podcast called An Evening at the Movies. Oh. Clink. Actually- <laughs> Clink. <laughs> <laughs> 
It actually is the season two premiere episode of An Evening at the Movies. What? Ultimately, I will preface, I will announce the name of the movie with just one phrase. Today are it- That's two for us, buddy. Oh. See, two. I said maybe two. Yeah. So that was the one that I was saying we should just put as a given and not put oh. on our lists. Because... Obviously, you can't not have it. Yeah, that was my number two. So you got my number one and my number two. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. Okay, sorry. I love though. Will Star delivers the most epic speech in all the freaking movies. That, but Will Smith too, when he's dragging the alien oh through God. the freaking desert, and he's like, "This what is not we know. I could have been perfect. He is." Pissed. He's so mad. <laughs> I freaking love that. Great, great movie. Epic. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, you definitely don't get better. I mean, it's Fourth of July, obviously, and it's like you know, it, it's not just he's like it's not just an American holiday. It's like for the whole world and blah blah blah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. See, I left it off my list because it was too obvious, which is why I feel like we should have done that because I feel Maybe. like that's the most obvious choice see if we had waited until the pre-show t- discussion though then i would have had to go back and completely rework my list then too because yeah. i had it smack dab in the middle and the, now yeah. i have to find something that goes um between rocky and um captain america and then the movies i have at one and two or i've got to find or something comes up that's better and then or worse and it totally screws everything up so see in my list i went because that's my one and two because that those two movies scream like America, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> they bleed red, white, and blue. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I saw Independence Day in the theater on July 3rd, and that was the first movie I'd ever been to where the entire audience clapped at the end, like and Aww, cheered. And, and I've been to other movies where people have clapped at the end, but that was the first one where everyone was like, and even me, I was like, yes, America. <laughs> America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, how, how can you, you cannot sit through that damn speech that the president gives and not freaking want to just... oh, Lone Star. <laughs> it's Lone Star. Lone Star. Yeah. We so. will not vanish without a fight. Today we celebrate our Independence Day. Yeah, so. good choice. I totally agree with you guys. I think if I had put it on my list, it would have had to have been number one. I left it off because it was so obvious. And so, but I'm well, totally I'm with you. Number one. So, you know. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Right. And by the way, just so we are aware, Jen's off in left field after this next announcement. Oh, Yeah. Jen's done. <laughs> no, I have a number three. After that. No, after you say you Oh, af- you're yes. Done. Yes. You one and two out of the freaking way. I have one and two out of the way. Yeah. RIP aliens. I felt last, <laughs> last time on that okay. last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry about you. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. I'm just happy that it's we a have fine. <laughs> two in common. That means that Amanda and I probably do not have any in common because I don't oh. know that you'll have my number three. Okay. Yeah. So my number three is an 89 film. Is yours an 89 film? No. No, you don't have any 89ers no. on there. 
Um, this has a, a, an epic cast again. We've got um, Andre Brower, Morgan Freeman, Denzel Washington, mm. and Matthew Broderick yeah. in Glory. Glory! This movie <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. It's, if you haven't seen it, it's about the 54th Massachusetts Infantry Regiment. Yeah. And it's the Union Army's first African-American regiment in the Civil War. Yeah. This movie was actually amazing movie. five Academy Awards. It won three of the five. So, yay. But, P.S., what the hell on the other two? Because it should have gotten all five. (laughs) It's such a great movie. It's really good. Oh, my gosh. the, The scene where Denzel Washington's character his name is Trip. is getting flogged and that tear oh, oh. Yeah. this is one of those movies that I cry every yeah. single time I watch it every time yeah same it's such a good movie and there's a lot of um hostility mm-hmm. between um Denzel's character and like the white officers and the other mm-hmm. even the other black characters like he just he's he's very hostile and rightly so but he yeah. does you know come to see that not everybody's a huge piece of shit and you know he actually has a, a great turnaround and becomes civil with all of the people and he you know tells them you know, that he, he loves them basically and loves the 54th regiment and is proud to be with them. And Hey, if we die tomorrow, then we, we die tomorrow. It doesn't matter yeah. as long as we're together. And, um, it it's, I won't spoil, but the ending of it is, ugh. yeah, I just cry every time I see it. It's such a great movie. And yeah, it's amazing. Again, it's more, rather than than patriotic it's more about the history of this country and kind of where you went with hamilton i kind of went mm-hmm. with glory um, yeah. with with a history lesson more than um patriotism and yeah. you know these these men were fighting for their freedom yes but in a different way than than other, right you know america fighting for freedom it, it's these these men were literally fighting for their freedom and yeah. it showed their struggles and, and their victories. And it just, it's so good. A great movie that I could not, <laughs> not have it on my list. Yeah. It's one of my favorites and um, one that, yeah, I just could not leave it off the list because it's so good. Yeah. So totally. yeah. Glory. If it wasn't for the fact that it is my honorable mention, that would have been nice. Your number three as well. Nice. Well, no, it would have been our third in common. Oh yeah. Uh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. Um, so I had glory on my long list. And so I put glory and the other movie that I wanted to put is the Patriot. And yeah. I think it's because uh, this is what's supposed to happen, and I understand this, and I want people to know that I understand this is what's supposed to happen. Both of those movies make me so uncomfortable that I have to, like, look away. And I know that's what we're supposed to feel. 
but at the Mm -hmm. same time it's like I appreciate those movies that scene in the Patriot the church scene like I have to leave the room we literally just watched this the other night Carter wanted to watch it and then he fell asleep because he wasn't feeling good but with Stephen and I watched the whole damn movie another one that makes me cry every single time both epic movies and yes they are supposed to make you feel a certain way and they're supposed to make you understand history and I think they're both incredible and could definitely be in the top five. I didn't put them in my top five because they're not movies I would watch over and over and over. Mm -hmm. I think they're good for context, but I can't watch them without feeling like actual pain in my heart. So Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to watch them, which maybe makes me weak. I don't know, but there's just like, like, like glory epic movie. But I would not just go watch it just to watch a movie because it's mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. Like it's a great movie and it has all this stuff, but that one in the Patriot just hit me so hard that I cannot just go, oh, I'm going to go watch this movie just for fun. Yeah. Or not fun, but you know what I mean? Like I just yeah. can't do it. That's, I mean, Glory and, and the Patriot and Saving Private Ryan even. And, yeah, I exactly. mean, that's, those are all movies that, yeah, if you're looking for, a movie for entertainment and lightheartedness, those are not going to be the movies. But if you're looking for something that is, you know, about war and has some historical, I can't even, my brain's not. There are movies that everybody should see once. Yeah. At least. For sure. For sure. Everybody should see these movies at least one time. Like I agree with that. And I just, I didn't put them in my top five because I wouldn't watch them over and over and over. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, but I'm with you. So what was your number three? All right. So wait, how, so Jen is done. I'm done. Yeah. And my Casey, number one and two, Casey got. Casey, you have two and one left still, right? Yes. Okay. Please God tell me you have this movie. I can't believe nobody's had this yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually my two and one, I can't believe nobody's had, but we'll see. All right. Number three, 1997. Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, Air Force One. That was on the long list. If this is not this is not one of the most fucking patriotic movies ever, get off my plane. <laughs> it's like put the bunny back in the box. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> I mean, Casey, why do you look like that? I get my number two honorable mention. Okay. To me, Air Force One, again, it's one of those movies I'll watch anytime it's on, um, but it's just, I mean, it's literally an attack on the president and his family on an airplane, like, and by the Russians. Like, how do you not just, and, and the president doesn't even save himself, which is what he's supposed to do, and we know that in real life he would have done it because that's what he has to do. But on this movie, he doesn't. He pretends to go in the pod and instead stays on the plane and obviously takes down the terrorists. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it's just so patriotic and so American and so like in your fucking face, Russia. <laughs> I feel like, I think I've only seen that movie one time. Oh, I know. I mean, it's so good. Oh, Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is fucking amazing. I in this love movie. Gary Oldman he's just amazing because he's he's a complete psycho in this movie but also you almost kind of understand where he's coming from when you understand how 
indoctrinated and brainwashed all these people are yeah for their country you know he's talking about mother russia like that's how they're raised so it's again like with 9-11 and the taliban and all that they're they're meant to give their lives for their cause and that's how this guy is like if i have to die i die but yeah air force one is epic and Mm. one of my favorite movies so well that's good yeah and get off my plane like you can't (laughs) you just can't let that go (laughs) harrison ford all right all right kcb what's your number two um i feel that i can only announce my number two with a brief music interlude Uh oh. <laughs> so with that said i'm ready i'm ready are we supposed to be hearing it <laughs> i can't it's hear it's coming it. trust me Bob <laughs> gun it was used by the U.S. military to help boost recruitment in the late 80s. Yeah. And, I mean, it, yeah. It may not necessarily directly be an incredibly patriotic movie, but... That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. But, I mean, I just hold on to the fact that you have your two moments at the beginning of the movie and then in the final epic battle, if you want to call it epic, but where it's us against the Russians and, you know... The beginning, you have the moment where the one pilot is having a freaking mental breakdown and all of that. You know, that's the guy from Christine, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you have kind of sort of the same thing happen at the end of the movie, but yet, yeah, the great Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Rises above it and um, overcomes it to thwart the bad guys and chase off the Russians and yeah I did it may be borderline but I still I have to throw it in there no that's cool I get it I I didn't feel like it was a very like America patriotic movie but I also get it from like the military side that it is very you know we love the country we're going to serve our country to the best of our ability so I get that well, and, I mean, to me, it may be considered a different kind of patriotism where you have a group of guys who are going off to this school to learn how to literally be completely freaking amazing at what they do. I mean, they're the top 1% of all naval aviators. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've heard. Supposedly. Uh, I mean, I'll say that volleyball scene. Yeah, oh, yeah. Iceman, gotta love some Val Kilmer. Uh, well, not even Iceman. Who's the other guy that is with him? Uh oh, what's his name? Slider. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy is fucking ripped. Those teams, though, and, the, and that whole Val and the Kilmer. whole song and that whole scene. Oh yeah, you need uh, to watch the Val Kilmer documentary. I haven't yet. You why are you guys it. giving no love to the only guy in the whole freaking scene who didn't wear go? shirtless being anthony edwards well he did that because he was a little skinny scrawny fella we love him though cry every time he dies well yeah of course that's just terrible goose talk to me goose (laughs) oh yeah yeah good one that is a good one all right so that was your number two right 
Yep. Okay. Okay. So my number two. (laughs) Number two. What is my number two? I feel like I'm going to get hate for this, but I don't care because it's one of my favorite movies ever. And it has the person that Jen doesn't like. (laughs) It is the 2001 World War II epic Pearl Harbor. (laughs) And Jen's covering her face. That was going to maybe be on my long list just because, I mean, it's Pearl Harbor. It's Pearl Harbor. And it's, how can it not be on your list? It's, it's the most patriotic, like, okay, look at how we got torn down, but also look at how we're going to come back and. And look at how this love triangle filled filled (laughs) out in this big scene with stupid Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett. I mean, (laughs) she gets pregnant with Josh Hartnett's baby and then he dies and then Ben Affleck raises that baby as its own. That's got like telenovela written all over it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it was a little bit too too cheesy for my liking. Yeah, I don't care. I but love it's, it. it is, I mean, Pearl Harbor, it's, I get you. I get you. Well, and to me, it's like we were talking about earlier with other stuff, but like our grandparents, their tragic moment was Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Our parents, yeah. like their generation's moment was Kennedy. And then our generation, obviously 9-11. Yeah. Yes, we've had a lot. Yeah, we've had a lot. We've had a lot of shit. We've had a lot. Obviously, because you, I mean, if you want to go back, I mean, Oklahoma City. Oh, Oh, doggy. Yeah. Man, we Um, had the bombs over Baghdad. We had a song about it. (laughs) Bombs over Baghdad. (laughs) I did a dance to that. Desert Storm, freaking 9-11. The Boston Marathon. All sorts of stuff. Pandemic 2020, 2021. Yeah. We're living through a fucking plague. Like, but no, I mean, I feel like obviously this isn't a slide for slide telling of Pearl Harbor, but I think it's still a very good replication of how people were living, how people felt, how kind of careless everybody was about this war is taking place overseas. It's not really affecting us. And then I mean, the devastation that they show in this movie when mm-hmm. they get attacked is just, I mean, when you see those guys in the in the boat and they're underneath and they can't get out and they're drowning, like, I, I can't, I have to, that's another thing, I have to look away from it. I can't, like, I can't fathom that, you know? Like, and I go through the same thing, like, when I watch this movie, but also, like, even knowing that, like, that shitty-ass freaking Titanic movie, <laughs> is you know fictitious as hell. I mean, Titanic is not shit. What's wrong with you? Exactly, Casey. Uh, I'm Casey B. Yeah, I'm gonna hurt words. you. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> that would mean you guys would have to leave the friendly confines of Texas, Oklahoma. Oh, I can hurt you from far away. You have no idea oh, how I'm badly I can good. hurt you. <laughs> but anyway, like, okay, I'll take my adjective out and. When I watched that amazing movie, Titanic, you know, you know, the storyline, the main storyline is fictitious, but, you know, to still see like the tragic moments of the ship going down and Mm -hmm. people fighting and struggling to ultimately stay alive. But, you know, good and hell well that 98% of those people are going to be dead here in a rather short period of time. Yeah. I find that kind of stuff incredibly 
unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. So. But I, I love the patriotism that comes back, and especially when they're showing all the nurses and the doctors helping all the people, and you know, just how I, I don't know. I think it's an amazing movie. It didn't get a good reviews, and people kind of hate on it, but they I, cheesed it up too much. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's a chick flick, is what it is. Yeah, that they they made it a chick flick, and that's why it didn't get reviews. <laughs> why do you think they cast Ben Affleck? I know it's right up there with the Notebook and stuff. No, I think go. I think it had enough actual traumatic scenes to be like not so much a chick flick, but not too bad. I mean, I think the love story was a big, huge like yeah. It's like a big fat thumb over the top of the actual like. And what about Kate Beckinsale's thumb over that guy's carotid artery when he's bleeding out? Like, I'm just saying. (laughs) Plus, I love Kate Beckinsale. She's so beautiful. I would not kick her out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Underworld. Oh, yes. All Uh, right, Casey. Come on. Yes. Kate Beckinsale is so hot. Oh my god. When she was with what's his face from SNL, Pete, what's his name? Davidson. Ew. Why? People, yeah, I don't. He must maybe be he's just a really maybe he's a really good guy. Maybe he's a really good guy. He could be a really good guy. We he probably know. is, but we need to not be judgy because he could be a solid I know. dude. I'm sorry. Or he I'm, could I'm have sorry. a huge dink. We don't That's know. what I said. Yeah. Or he could have a huge dink. And be a nice guy. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He could he could have a huge dink and he could be a nice guy. All right. Or, we won't judge Pete or, Davidson. I'm sure he's good people. We won't. Yeah. But yeah. Kate Beckinsale is hot people. That's all I'm saying. She's hot. All right. Casey, what's your number one? So there might. Okay. I know my number one movie, there was a little bit of controversy over when it was released because it was not very long after the events of the tragedy that we are honoring and remembering with this episode of The Sip List. But um, there was a couple of movies that rather quickly after September 11th came out. And um, the one that I opted to pick and put in the number one spot. Can I guess? Is it your number one? No. Okay. Well, yeah, you can guess. She's just guessing. Zero Dark Thirty. That'd be my guess, too. Actually, no. Hurt Locker? No. Lone okay. Survivor. United 93. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is uh, very patriotic because that yes. guy, that guy, that's, yeah. Well, and I mean, I watched it. I didn't watch it in theaters because I was part of that group of people that's like, oh, no. Yeah. Too soon. I haven't watched it. I haven't either. Because I can't, I can't bring myself to do it because I know it's just gonna just be gut wrenching. I want to, but it's hard because it literally deals with the build up to that. You know, obviously United ninety three getting hijacked and ultimately going down in that field in Pennsylvania. But please pet pet that poor dog. Poor doggy. Love on that baby. Oh, love on that baby. Yeah. But anyway, it's making it, me want to cry. <laughs> it's the whole. It tells. I mean, I don't know exactly how accurate it is. Obviously, because nobody a lot knows of the stuff that went exactly. on, on that plane. We'll never know. We'll never know. 
but you know when you piece together the fact that we've heard some of the voice messages that were left from people on the plane and i mean i've seen videos on freaking facebook where they're talking about you know they're bleeding everything together and mm-hmm. phone calls from people on the plane and i just wanted to tell you that i love you and God, i can't that's why i can't mm-hmm. i can't me too yeah but yeah, that well that's the reason why i could because it's like we're honored we're paying tribute to the events of september 11th and yeah you know the fact that, that plane went down in that field and not more than likely where right. it was supposed to go down it means they so, loved our country more than they loved themselves absolutely yeah so, yeah those people on that plane i mean i would imagine i d- can't say for sure but that plane was probably the one headed for the white house yeah the white house yeah yeah and the fact that the people on that freaking plane literally said at the end of the movie, even because that's the climactic moment is let's go. And they're charging the freaking cockpit. And then, yeah. Yeah. I want to watch it. I, and I, I know that I should, like, we probably all should. It's just, I've seen other movies like, you know, based on a true story of hijackings uh-huh. and they're so disturbing and people didn't like a bunch of people didn't die, you know? So it's like, it's hard yeah that so when one of the deals we were watching the other night um the his mom like they played the message that she left him on his phone hey you know they're saying that that they're hijacking planes and yours may very well be one of the ones that's that's hijacked please you know call me as soon as you get this i love you and (laughs) you know to to learn that your son potentially saved, yeah. you know, the lives of, you know, whoever was at the White House or wherever it was going, right. you know. Yeah, those people all died, but they died protecting this country. And that's, yeah, for sure. Right, because what would have Ultimate happened? patriotism, I mean, right. we, we had already been under attack, you know, with three other planes and... Well, that because, for sure is, is patriotism. Thing, like, if, that, if that plane was headed towards the White House and had actually made it and taken out the White House, how much more complicated would everything that happened the rest of that day? Right. Would, how, how tougher would it have been for everything to get shut down, locked down? Obviously, the White House gets taken out. I mean, Bush wasn't there at the time. But obviously, at that point, I mean he was taken away but he's definitely getting locked away somewhere for how long until shit comes back down again before he can come out but i mean yeah i mean yeah how crippled would we have been if that plane had actually made it to washington dc yeah well it was those people right i know i can't even a really interesting show to watch if you're into that and you haven't seen it already is Designated Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. it, have you guys seen it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Like, love Keeper. Yeah, me too. Could you even imagine? Like, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. And the pressure too. Realize, like, that's a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize that there actually was something. Yeah. Like, does, like being like protocol. Right. Where, but yeah, of course there is like, well, it would make sense because like, right. uh, nights where like 
the state of the union is given and everybody is there right you know god forbid you have to have somebody in place that if something were to happen yeah you know the government doesn't fall apart because we have nobody oh i could not imagine being that one person that would no. just be so stressful and terrible especially when he was the director of like fha like yeah. he's an architect yeah. like what he's does he like, know what the hell yeah so far down the train of you know the proper chain of command that you know something like literally that to happen would be the only way he would ever yeah. be sworn in as president of the united states mm. love good Kiefer. Yes. yeah i like your your number one choice too though that's a good that is definitely a good um patriotic obviously choice. especially yeah. for what we're talking about so for sure good number one i've yeah. only watched one 9-11-esque movie that dealt like directly with the events of 9-11 and not you know like your zero dark 30 or your lone survivor right. or your you know that Right. Um, and that was that extremely loud and incredibly close or yeah 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 and that one was like it was it was different there wasn't a whole lot of 9-11 in there but it was you know they lost he lost the dad in 9-11 right. or whatever yeah. um and it was sad but it was like eh. <laughs> yeah. that's and which was fine with me because I'm just well, a tip bag with this stuff, man. Yeah, me too. It hurts my heart so yeah. bad. Movie related, but I mean, I still to this day, I can't listen. Well, I do listen occasionally whenever it pops up, but I can't get through the Alan Jackson song without mm, yeah. falling up because it's like all of that stuff that he talked about in that song, it's like. Yeah, I'm changing the channel when that comes along. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. It's real and it's all stuff that we were all feeling. Yeah. Right. And it's like, this was literally like a month or two after 9 11. And it's like, I don't know if I'm ready to deal with my damn emotions. Right. (laughs) Give me Toby Keith putting a boot in someone's ass. Right. (laughs) I'll listen to that all day. (laughs) I don't want to cry. How freaking bloody the damn battle between toby and the freaking dixie chicks got Mm. you know what the dixie chicks said the right thing did they do it in the wrong way absolutely but they weren't wrong but also it has to be canceled though i mean this cancel culture i don't understand it because i'm just like i'm gonna say let's just put up with all of it (laughs) but the thing is cancel cancel culture started like what amazes me is all the okay i'm going to say this conservative republicans whatever bitching about cancel culture you fuckers did it to us in the 80s and 90s oh you can't listen to amy grant because she's been divorced and Mm. you can't listen to this person or that you can't go to disneyland because they support the like y'all fuckers invented cancel culture and now you're mad that it's being turned around on you like i i I guess i just didn't really because it wasn't as out there as it Obviously, is today because we didn't have social media right but. yeah so i guess i didn't i just didn't even think about that but yeah i mean i mean sure. you had you had nancy reagan coming for all the movies that had anything to do with drugs drugs so like, yeah less than zero and like oh and anything. your, parental, your yeah. parental advisories yes <laughs> and it's like yeah. okay 
cancel culture has been a thing for a while. It just didn't have a name. Kind of like yeah. how gaslighting didn't have a name or True. like, you know, yeah. it didn't have a platform because we didn't have this stuff back then. But yeah. I we just got way off topic. It's a little excessive, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number one. So, Amanda's number one. Number one. <laughs> number one. All right. Well, this shouldn't come as a surprise to you guys, but um, I, I did not go with a more like war type, whatever kind of movie or nine eleven kind of movie. But um, one of my favorite movies of all time, easily in my top ten, and a movie I will watch every time it's on, and also I think is just so inspiring. Is- Team America. Yes, <laughs> Team America, World <laughs> Police, baby. Man, Damon. <laughs> Does anybody actually have a guess? It's from 1995. Um, Jerry Maguire. Fine. How is that patriotic? <laughs> like, can you see my face right now? Like, come on, man. Um, well, the listeners can't, but I can. I know. Um, 1995. American president. Yes! Ding, oh! ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah! Because I was yes. like, what is what is one of her favorite movies that yes. I know? Yeah. Yay, me! Yay! <laughs> woo! So, obviously, outside of the whole patriotic conversation, The American President is just one of my favorite movies. But... Also, I've never seen it. <gasps> <laughs> I know. Sorry. Oh, my. Sorry. All right, seriously, Jen, you should watch it. Yeah. Okay, so I will preface it by saying it is a very left liberal leaning movie as -hmm. far as like the as far as the policy stuff goes. But really, it's a love story. Like that's the main point of the movie. But it's also there's some stuff in it. So I'm going to read this because I can't say it word for word without reading it. But there's this speech that he gives at the end and it's very interesting because I think it's one of the things that we all forget right now. And I will preface this by saying there are some things that are not up for debate, like, you know, human rights and rights to health. And there are certain things that are not up for debate, but everything else it's okay to not agree with somebody else. Like, when I married George, we had a lot of different ideas about certain political things like, you know, taxes and this and that or whatever. Like, like that's okay. Um, well, he's, he's at the end, so he's giving this speech and he's talking about, you know, all this other stuff. Um, this is one of my favorite quotes, speeches, anything of everything all time. So he says, America, America isn't easy. America is advanced citizenship. You have to want it bad because it's going to put up a fight. It's going to say, do you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge the man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage, advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. And that's very poignant Mm -hmm. because it is still America. Like, again, there are certain things that I think are just basic human issues, but Obviously, there's so many political issues that I might <laughs> I might say, you know, I could spend all day talking about saying I believe this for whatever reason. Somebody else could say the exact opposite. If we want America to be what America is, I have to say that person has the right to say what they want to say. 
Right. Yeah. Even if I don't Lost agree with it. that too. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. have for sure. Definitely. So well, all over freaking social media now. I mean, it's like Ugh. not picking a side, but I mean, you literally have all the freaking people claiming what they claim and people on the other side. No, no, no. And then people on that side are claiming what they claim and people on their opposite side again. No, no, no. It's like, well, and I think, you know, I think from a, from a Christianity perspective, indoctrination has been a thing that most of us have been just involved in that we don't even realize we've been involved in. Like I, I believe in God, but not everybody does or, you know, whatever. But I think as a Christian, you're brought up to believe certain things and it's just, that's the truth. And you don't believe anything else. Politics is like that. Now politics is indoctrination. Like, especially it's gone on before. I understand this, but especially since Trump was elected, indoctrination is a huge thing. I mean, that fucking guy that was so involved in QAnon, that's like a 20 something year old killed his own kids. Like it's a real thing. And I think that we all need to be wary of that. But also we need to acknowledge each other's differences. And I think that was a big tangent because this movie isn't that involved, but it it's very much, it's a love story, but it's also very much about how a real person sits in the presidency and goes, well, what do I do when I think this, or I think that, but other people think this or other people think that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not an epic movie that people love, but obviously it appeals more to my political beliefs so obviously that's a reason that i like it but even if you take that out of it it's still a great movie and michael douglas is awesome and yeah it's just a feel-good movie about Mm -hmm. america have you seen it casey i have like three times yeah it makes you believe in the america that we all want to believe in like like regardless of political stuff it makes you it makes you want to have somebody there that values the same things you do. And I don't know, Jen, you should watch it. I think, I think you would really like it. I'll give her a dollar. if She goes and watches it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, also it's, it's Michael Douglas and Martin Sheen. I do love them. Homework, 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 homework. And I will say this movie definitely got Martin Sheen, his role in the West wing. So yeah well check it out all right <clears throat> all right well so i didn't have anything in common with anybody <laughs> no you didn't but casey and i had two in common so hey, that's cool that's cool we got that going for us yeah um i did have glory and rocky four on my long list um and the patriot i also had argo and did no. anybody have private benjamin on the wrong list i did yes! <laughs> I have it. Oh, wow. i'll show it to you look it's right there nice so is mine Some, <laughs> and i have wrong side somewhere. i had anyway. stripes i had stripes <laughs> i did have lone survivor on there too because what's more yeah. patriotic than that guy yeah i also had lincoln and national treasure oh yeah yeah george is gonna be oh mad look at his eyes casey's treasure. like what <laughs> i literally almost put national i mean national nice treasure. i love that kind of stuff 
Oh, Carter does too. Carter yeah. loves National Treasure. He, that's all he wanted to watch for a very nice. long time. Ooh, let's watch National Treasure. It's so conspiracy theory. Like, it is. Ooh, like, like, does that fucking book exist? Because if it does, I need to see it. George might know. Yeah, George <laughs> loves that movie. George is all about National Treasure. He's a Freemason, man. He's yeah, all right. About that shit. Freemason, fraternity member, you know, all the secret stuff. Oh, geez. With the elephant well, walks. That, that franchise or those movies were actually supposed to be a lot. I mean, there were supposed to be several more movies after part two. Hmm. Nice. I had, at least I had heard that somewhere before. Nice. We love Nick Cage. We've had his conversations about him before. <laughs> Put the bunny back, back in the, in the box. box. <laughs> We're never going to Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> never, never, never. I told you to put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> oh my gosh. That will never not be funny. Oh my God. Yeah. I love Nick Cage, but damn. It's amazing. I love that there's a gift for that. <laughs> I know. That's even more amazing. Put the bunny back in the box. Okay. (laughs) That made the little posting comment thing on Facebook make a little bit more sense for the people who hadn't yet heard Mm -hmm. that episode. You'll get it later. I liked your little sneak peek of the last episode. Your little little tidbit. Oh, look. Oh, there's Steven. Got a creeper. (laughs) Tell him I'm going to take my shirt off. Amanda says she's going to take her shirt off. <laughs> He's waiting. He's seen it. It's fine. <laughs> it's nothing you've not texted him before. <laughs> Casey, we're joking. That's just the kind of relationship we have. It's okay. Uh, I don't yeah. think Steven's ever seen my boobs, at least not willingly, but who knows? <laughs> they they send nudies to each other yeah, all the time. You know. <laughs> It's the dynamic of the relationship between Dick pics are my jam. <laughs> That's right. I want right. a mushroom stamp all the time. All the time. Casey's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh Lord, two episodes. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. It's okay. <laughs> all right, you guys. So Casey. Briefly, don't tell me for the next five months, but what's coming up on an evening at the movies? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't need like the next year's rundown. So the October's coming. So what's coming? Well, October. First of all, this week on an evening at the movies, we have a small like- scheduling conflict. So Rocky Horror Picture Show may not be getting done this week. <gasps> if that's the case. Sorry. Then, then we'll do the time warp again later. Let's do time warp <laughs> again. It will be done this month. But okay. if it doesn't get done, then it'll be Pet Cemetery and Carrie this week on an evening at the movies. And then we'll just piece together Rocky Horror whenever it gets done. Nice. So, and then after that, you have the rest of Stephen King birthday bonanza month. We'll get into that later. And next month on an evening at the movies is Halloween Horror Fest. Opens with me and Her Royal Highness discussing the 1978 classic John Carpenter film. 1978, right? Yes. Duh. Halloween. And then it will conclude (laughs) 
with the final episode of the month dropping on October 31st, which will be whether or not it gets recorded. Are you sending George inappropriate pics? Yes, watch <laughs> right now. <laughs> Click. No. <laughs> so how no, I staged those motherfuckers. <laughs> at some point during the final half of October, we are going to watch. Uh, Amanda and I are going to watch Halloween Kills, and Halloween- I mean, I guess we can watch it on Peacock together. I wonder yeah. if Peacock has that. Hey. Okay, so Jen, have you heard yeah. about? So it used to be Netflix party and now it's like something else. I can't remember the name of it. So you can log it's Netflix, Disney plus Hulu and Amazon. So I can log in. I can boot up a movie. I can email you guys a link. You log in and we can all chat while we watch the movie. Watch it together. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That would like that. Like if they need to get on board with Peacock. So that we can do that for Halloween. For Halloween Kills. Kills, yeah. So, but so what movie should we watch in a little bit? I'll send you guys a link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, sorry, at Casey. Some point we're gonna watch Halloween Kills, and then we'll record that episode. But the whole idea is Halloween Kills will drop on October thirty first, which is the last day of Halloween Horror Fest. So Woo-woo. the whole whole month is sandwiched in between the original Halloween and the most recent halloween so yes that's what's coming up on an evening at the movies see not the whole rest of the year all right well thank you guys for being here and um love and everything to everybody for 9-11 and um yeah love you guys so much you're the best and love have you. a great weekend and fuck you casey <laughs> <laughs> oh nobody can see what he's doing but he's doing something evil I just, just posted, I posted some pictures. My hand is backwards, so it's not what you think I was doing. It was... Whatever. <laughs> Jennifer, these are amazing. You're welcome. Thanks. I figured we'd let the masses know yes, what it looks I like, like it. to record an episode I like it. with all of us. <laughs> this is what we actually look like and not just what we sound like. And maybe now you yeah. can put a voice to a face, but... <laughs> Whose voice to whose face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think they'll get it because, um, well, I mean, you can see part of your last name, Amanda, That's in true. the picture. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you then guys... you can see mine in the next picture. So, <laughs> damn it. Have fun. Boomer Sooner. Have a great weekend. And shut up. <laughs> And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Just keep sipping. Bye.